Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to Fresh Talk. Fresh Talk. An adventure in sound. Why is it so quiet? Because I'm about to debut a new track that I wrote while you're setting all the mics up, Dan. Christ. I present you a track called Titty Town. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute. Mm, uh, I used to live in Titty Town. Now they don't let me come around. I haven't figured out why they don't let me come around anymore. That's as far as I got. Sweet. It, it sounds right. autobiographical to me. <laughs> it, does. it does indeed. I live there, and now they won't let me come around, but I must have done something in Titty Town, and I haven't figured that part out yet. Come around what? <laughs> I do you something had, wrong. clearly disrespected the titty. <laughs> but no, I disrespect the titty. Totally. <laughs> that sounds like a good Western. Tittytown? I was the mayor of Titty Town, and now they won't let me back. But I'm coming back but anyway. But I'm coming back for them titties. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, on that note, my name is Chris. I'm Kai. I'm Dan. I'm John. And we have a guest tonight. A second time. Second, second time. Second time, yeah. Yes, and a little female element to the fresh talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jacqueline. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. You gotta introduce That's yourself. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry in advance. Cool. Well, guys, um, we are here yet again. We took a little break of recording, but not of posting. Correct. That's well, true. Yep, both. both. A little bit of post, because I had a couple people hit me up asking, what's going on? Yeah, me too. Yeah, life happened. We got busy. Apparently, we uh, don't post for one week. Was two it one? Two, two weeks. weeks? It was two weeks. Everyone thought we just disappeared. But Thanks. we did not. We were here. We still had we're stuff. Here. But if you were listening last two weeks ago, we mentioned the Jinx, and that was after the Jinx had aired, and then the episode last week that you just listened to was the Jinx episode. The episode we're talking about, about the a Jinx. month after the Jinx. But so, please know when we recorded those, we were timely when we recorded them. It right. was right, yes. And and hopefully you've seen this by now because the news sucked you in. But if you have not, for fuck's sake, what more do you need? Watch this show. Yeah, and uh, I think it aired a little later in the UK. I'm not sure what channel, but uh, Pete Bill and our buddy from Lost uh, hit me up and was like, oh my God, I watched the Jinx. I binge watched it. I'm freaking out. And that only occurred like two days ago. So he said it aired a little later over there. So oh, hopefully nice. we... We'll get some of that jinx residual money for turning on all our friends in the UK. Let's so, hope so. If only that was a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the Onion headline about the jinx? No. Oh, I thought I sent it to all you guys. You might have. Uh, it was uh, Durst saying, like, as soon as I get out of jail, on the, it said, it's oh, Robert Durst, as soon as I get out of jail, I'm going to kill these goddamn filmmakers. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you read about it, it says, said Robert Durst into a, uh, uh, a hot mic that he had left on <laughs> for was, three years. It was still on after, like, it was still on after. <laughs> The documentary. Same yeah, yeah, the same one. Yeah, it was a good bit. Oh, God, I love the onion so much. Oh, onion's amazing. It's so amazing. great. Holds up awesome. Well, hey, you are listening to Fresh Talk, as always, and, and we're going to talk tonight about uh, a another documentary, another documentary that was on... What's that? I, I was agreeing with you. Another documentary. Another documentary is on HBO. Yeah, you just said it differently. You said documentary, and you said a documentary. A documentary? <laughs> a documentary? Like Which a is of, it? A tree of documents. A tree of documents. That sounds like a horrible tree. Fuck but that tree. Documentary Boring. sounds like a, a school. It sounds like a class. A oh, I'm going to documentary. God damn it. I hate documentary class. This is probably semantics, but I thought it was interesting that on HBO Go, it wasn't under the documentary um, category. What was, was it? it? What wasn't? Um, going clear. Oh, we haven't even mentioned what it was yet. Oh, I thought we were <laughs> just <laughs> dancing around the subject. What was it under? We're dancing around the documentary. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> we're still dancing. It was just under uh, series or something like that. I don't know. Interesting. So I was wondering if it's technically an opinion piece and not a documentary, maybe. 
Fascinating. It's sort of. Well, we're going to be talking about that documentary and the sounds like a conspiracy and the larger <laughs> issue of uh, Scientology tonight, I believe. But oh, let's just take this on. To, let's just take religion on tonight. <laughs> you just went go. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's all bullshit. Board, I came oh, on for the right. episode's <laughs> over. I'm out. <laughs> It's all lies. Happy Easter, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, good, well, good Monday. Well, let's get into some of our segments first before we tackle <laughs> such things. All right. Um, Kai, do we have some records of the week? Oh, my God. Record Store Day is only two weeks away. It As is. We got to be getting is. excited. Oh, I'm so excited. I have yeah. my whole list. I have my battle plan. Yeah, that's it's great. A, it's amazing. And get this. So we've talked about this. I'm I'm to be married on Record Store Day. I managed to figure out a way. <laughs> you sound like a lady in the 1800s. Like, <laughs> I am to be married on Record Store I Day. I am to be wed. Upon, or upon Record Store Day the next. <laughs> I shall be in. No. Betrothed. So I managed to... F- Basically, I'm going to work at the record store locally that does records for a day <laughs> no way. for, a, for a, a couple hours in the morning. Basically, I'm going to go help them set up, and then I'm going to get what I need, and I'm going to get out and drive straight to my wedding. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. That's, that's awesome. fantastic. It's cool. Priorities. Priorities. <laughs> so, well, that's it's coming. Not yet, but record store day. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. awesome. It's going to be awesome. It always is. Cool. This is because they do two. They do the Black Friday, which is like a pseudo record store day. They do the official record store day. And the real one, I mean, they put out just, they put out great shit every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could go on and on and on. Well, well, what records do you have for us this week? Okay. So it has been a while, right? So I'm going to go back a few weeks actually, because there's, there's some things we haven't talked about. So, uh, this is all stuff that's come out in the last two weeks, I believe. It's all great. Uh, Australian singer-songwriter Courtney Barnett. Everyone is coming themselves over her. Everybody. Like, you can't read a fucking blog. Every hipster loves her. She played, I think, like 300 shows at South South By that were all <laughs> sold out. But uh, she put out her debut record called Sometimes I Sit and Think. And it's really fucking good. It's excellent. It's, it's living up to the hype. She's essentially like a female singer songwriter but it's a full band thing three piece she rocks super hard gets it's somewhere between like elvis costello and elastica sounds like like you're describing your girl jenny lewis but not as americana much more rock and roll much more like this girl may not have showered in the last few weeks kind of i'm surprised you you tend not to lean towards the female singer songwriters i'm very particular which is yeah. Another reason to check this out because it's that good. Interesting. Uh, Bjork put out a new record called Volnicura, which is yeah. I know you. <laughs> yeah. It's a love or hate thing. If you love her, you're gonna love it. It's it's mostly vocals and string arrangements, and then she does some cool electronic stuff in the background. But if you don't like her, don't, it's not gonna change your mind. Uh, Buena Vista Social Club put out a, a, another record called Lost and Found live record. It's fucking amazing. They're coming around on tour this summer. I'm gonna go see them. I can't not wait. A lot of suspended chords on that record. Point of Social Club? Yeah. No. Do you know what that is? Yeah. The oldest... The oldest... Cuban... The dudes in Cuba? Yeah. 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 No, it's great. A little jazzy suspended chord? Uh, but they don't... It's like more like... they get like those, It's more like those Latin fucking scales. Okay. It's it's great, though. It's great. Uh, Mark Kozlik put out a live record. Your boy. Did he really? Live at, live at, live at Bico. Live at Bico. It's awesome. God, du- he just double can't LP. stop putting things out. He cannot stop putting things out. That's for goddamn sure. Did you get to listen to that one tune I told you, the preview of his new record? It that, was called that, Ollie Speaks, yeah. and it was like yeah. a seven-minute Yeah, like, and that record comes out on Record Store Day, 12-inch. Oh. 12-inch only. He's putting it out on record first? Yeah, uh, only or the on record. It's a there's a there's a thing coming out of records ready that has that song on it. Okay. But yeah, dude, he, he's you know 
there's whatever's on the EP, there's going to be one great song and there's going to be some crazy shit. That's what Always. he does. Uh, Action Bronson, got a new record called Mr. Wonderful, um, who's the craziest rapper I've ever seen. The biggest, fattest, gingeriest, beardiest dude you'll ever see. Who's uh, got a great YouTube channel if you're interested in not his music, but his eating called Fuck That's Delicious. That's amazing. <laughs> that but sounds amazing. amazing. <laughs> it is. But his, uh, his new record's really, really good. He's, it's one of the dudes, actually. I don't talk a lot about hip-hop on here, but he's, a, he's a, an exception. Uh, Hayden put out a new record called Hey Love. Great. Wow. If you want to... Um, he just know. keeps putting stuff out. See, that's wrist. another one of those ones that's like... Hayden? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a lot. Uh, his first record when I was in high school. Really? Girl yeah. of my dreams. I like that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now he's, uh, he's gone much, much more dark. Like, yeah. You know how he used to have half his record was like hopeful about love and half his record was like, I'm going to kill myself. Mm. Now he's just straight. Hate. Kill myself. Now he's just like, fucking, I hate everybody. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Uh, death cat for cutie. have a new record called Kintsugi, which is much better than their last one. Oh, I good. really like it. Oh, uh, ben That's Gibbard's, one little bit of a disappointment. It's just uh, proves that that guy should only write songs when he's in like emotional turmoil. If he's happy and married and fucking Zoe Deschanel, he shouldn't be making music. But now that <laughs> Zoe Deschanel ripped his heart out and took a shit on it, he can write a whole Did record about her? it. Yeah. He did. Now they're divorced. They done. And <laughs> the whole record is about it. And if that I was her, she I, and him, was it? Who was in? No, the, that, no was, that, that was somebody else. Yeah, no, that was her and M Ward, Matt Ward. Okay. Um, but no, it, she. They never sang together. Well, they did on like Ben Gibbard's solo record. There's one song, but mm. they were married. Now they're divorced, and this whole record is literally about it. Brutally so. I mean, wow. even if you didn't know, like it's fucked up, dude. You know that cat got into extreme outdoor running. He's one of those dudes that doesn't run like marathons. Like he runs like. 40 mile Ben Gibbard 50 mile marathons like that's how he lost all that weight he shit. got skinny yeah. shit yeah he like on tour like well yeah I'll wake up in the morning and run 30 miles like you what? Sorry, what? how do you have time for I mean, that he was chubby <laughs> that's how he got out of his divorce I guess yeah. he ran it he ran that pain away and wrote mm-hmm. this record it's great uh, well, he was never home because he was always running yeah it could be I don't know I followed him on Twitter and all he did was talk about baseball huh. maybe she didn't like baseball maybe that was a problem Anyway, fuck her. <laughs> uh, also, Godspeed you back then. Black Emperor, crazy Canadian anarchist orchestra. Put out a new record. I'm sure your brother bought it, Chris. It's called <laughs> Asunder, Sweet and Other Distress. It's it's incredible. It's actually uh, like one of their better records. It's what they do. Most of their records lately, the last one's very like left of center. The one before that was pretty hopeful. This one's like a whole movement, it seems. Like they actually wrote a record together. Uh, Inventions put out a remix record. I, I talked about the record in previous episodes, but they put out a remix of it that's great. Uh, Sufjan Stevens put out a new one called Carrie Lowell that's his best in I've years. heard a lot of good things about that. How many records does that dude have? A lot. I mean, he puts yeah, out how do you one say his name? I, I say Sufjan. People say Sufjan. Some say Suyin. I don't know what the fuck it is. He's And he cut his hair. He doesn't look like a foul hippie anymore. Yeah, now he looks kind of bro-y. It's weird. He, he almost looks like Jason Mraz, which bothers me, but his music doesn't sound like... And this is really... He really took it back to almost just straight singer-songwriter. Most of it's just him and a guitar, and it's, hmm. it's really a good record. I've never really gone there. But oh, I've had people gee, tell me man. I'd enjoy it. You yeah. should. Yeah, yeah. His you look really was should. such a turnoff, though. Yeah. Like, his he, looks... he, like his first couple records, like he has like no shirt on and he's holding like beads and he's got makeup on. It's like, you're telling Whoa. me. <laughs> I mean, it's trust me, but it's it, his shit's really good. And this record's start, let's start with this one because it's his most singer songwriter. I think you dig it. I think you'd like it. Uh, and, and that's it for music. 
I think it's probably enough. Can I make a small addition? Sure. It's not a record, but Punchline came out with a new song. We talked about it. Did we? We, did. we, we talked did. about it on our last episode. Oh, I didn't see it. We did. But, All right. Well, never mind then. You know what? It might be on. So it might, good. It may be on the Jinx one that hasn't aired yet. And the song is fucking great. It's and so the good. song's fantastic. Let's, we can talk about it again. And so they I have a new them. record coming out soon. Soon. Soonish. Yeah. I think uh, it's done. I just think they're waiting to release also it. Also, saw an announcement that they were. Uh, on Spotify, oddly enough, I'm sure it has something to do with Food by Ramen, but uh, two of their records aren't on Spotify, and one happens to be 37 Everywhere, which is the one I love. And I always go on there to like, oh, I gotta listen to like, you know, you know, uh, don't try this at home or something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> the actual version called. What was it? Caller, caller number nine. Caller ten. Caller ten with the. It's a great song. Yeah, that's a great song. song. Yeah, I, want, I always want to listen to that record. I, for some reason, don't have a physical copy. And when we were on tour with them, I, at one point, I probably had 20 of them floating around the van. Of course, yeah, that's true. You can borrow mine. Great band. You should just buy one. Great band. Yeah, great, great fucking band. Great teeth. Chris Fafalios posted one of the greatest things I've ever seen ever online. It was a it was a tweet, and it was just a picture of him, and it said, "Swipe up to watch me and my cat fly." Just a picture of him holding his cat. You swipe up, and the way Twitter works is it it like disappears the tweet up, so oh, that's it, and amazing. it's just him cut out. So it literally just looks like he's just taking. He's got his arm up. He's he looks so, like he flies like eighties Superman. He is so it's goddamn just, clever. He's so yeah, clever. He is really yeah. good at the yeah. internet he in is general. Funny. Yeah. He's the best, but he's so smart, and it's not. It's hey, the, but, it's so smart, and he puts up like what he finds funny. Yeah. You get, like that's not a guy that goes to make other people laugh and sometimes he almost likes doing something that only is funny to him you but know? I just yeah. think he knows like his sense of humor has a you know he has friends god it just it just made my day I saw that on I think Saturday and it absolutely made my fucking day <laughs> I'll never forget we were at a bar once after a show and he became a addicted to one of those um it may have been in colorado but he became addicted to one of those drop down punching bags oh my gosh those are so fun as hard as you possibly can <laughs> i remember that but he got like out of control and i don't mean this in a mean way he would openly admit it but he got like super jockey about it where he was like challenging the entire bar to the point He's a competitive dude yeah his whole fist was like red and swollen like dude you just spent like Thirty dollars on that machine. And he's like, I hope I must beat everyone. It was, it was wild. That's amazing. But again, he's a clever, interesting guy, and I think dude. that was, you know, what he was doing that night. Yeah, yeah. All so right. we've all been there. Yeah, we have, we have, we have. <laughs> Usually, I just make myself the punching bag. <laughs> Do we have any more segments before we start topicking? We do. Yeah. We do. What do we have? We're going to try a new segment tonight. A new segment. segment. Jake, Jake Quellen. Jake Quellen. Jake in Quellen the house. in the house. Just a, you- just a once a month thing. So you can't well, get too sick of me. But uh, so I have this blog that I'm writing right now where I'm following all a, of- a continuing blog or you're just yeah, starting? Yeah, it's continuing. I just started it in February. Okay. So it's running for a whole year. and It's been running for a year. No, it's going, going to, run to run for a year. year. Where I'm following Cosmopolitan Magazine's advice for a whole Sweet. entire year. Because <laughs> <cool>. they're retarded. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it makes sense. I just moved to LA, so I don't know anybody. And Cosmo can t- help me figure it out, right? Like, Hell yeah. help me make new friends and okay. get broken up with and act <laughs> crazy. <I'll>, and like, <laughs> you'll at you least know. have nice toenails. Probably. Trust me. I so, mean, but you're only going off their advice column. You're not like... Everything in the magazine. Oh. So I'm cooking all of my food. I'm the way I'm supposed oh, to be dressing. Cool. All Wait, of my every makeup. Meal you like, have? Not every meal I have, but okay. a meal a month. Okay. So I'm Sweet. trying Amazing. it out and all of their horrible relationship advice and hmm. everything. Like how they to tickle a man's butthole. That's what yeah. I'm <laughs> That'll be yeah. like on, you'll be on I got an on ostrich NPR feather. Like a year from now when they do those, like we're here. With, been They're like, how did it feel when you milked his rectum or yeah. whatever? 
Mars prostate. Top seven ways to yeah. milk a prostate. Yeah. <laughs> He'll dig this. They'll have him. They'll have him hooked for life. Yeah. First, you must get the skeletal jaws of an endangered species. <laughs> so do you have one of the? Uh, what were you going to yeah, share? Yeah. So what are, okay, what are you going to so do? Okay. So I thought it would be interesting to sit down with a group of guys mm-hmm. and ask the questions that girls turn in to get answers to. Oh, they send it in so for a guy. They send it in specifically for a guy to answer. It's called Ask Him Anything. Okay. Fortunately, there. you have a few here. Yeah. 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 I was like, this would be the best place. <laughs> cool. What's the girl's name, first and foremost? Uh, n- no, they don't. It's random girls. <laughs> nope. It's just random real. Oh, they don't even put the name in? They don't put the name Not of the people like in it. Not even like a fake name? Nope. It's Julia. Like, there's no okay, titties in each or 20. Let's just name them all. If you want, you can make up a name for each question. Perfect. Do they even have the city? Let's hear the question. It's literally just questions. Let's hear the question, then let's decide on their name, and then we'll answer. Okay. All right. So... There's a bunch, and we can just stop whenever you're over it, mm. I guess. <laughs> no means no. <laughs> but they are ridiculous, so try not to laugh through the whole question, okay? Okay. <laughs> question one. I really want my hookup to talk dirtier to me. Mainly, I want him to use the P word. Done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, what's her name your and answer number? Is, your answer is, text me. The yeah. question didn't even happen yet. <laughs> If I hint this to him, will he be weirded out? No, he will be fucking stoked. No, especially be, if he's me. No, he'll, I, like, he's already hard. Just, just knowing that that yeah. written, somehow he just got hard for no reason. I'm that hard. That you put that in the universe, and he just got hard for no reason. Yes, dudes, dudes love that dear, shit. Dear Courtney, because I think that sounds like a Courtney to me. <laughs> it's a Courtney question. It is a Courtney like question. Right, yeah, right. dear Courtney. Dear Courtney from Connecticut. No, you just you just start talking dirty. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to say. I think it'd be like, Dear Courtney, you dirty little bitch. (laughs) He'll be stoked. Yeah, you just drop your pants and say, Give me that cock. What does she want? The P word or the P word? Shove that cock in my pussy. The P word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shove your seat in my pussy. I don't even know what that means, really. It means pussy. Pussy, Okay. It definitely means. All right. Or penis. Maybe it's a tranny. Now, if I would have brought that up. (laughs) Okay, what what do you got next? We solved that chick's issue. All right. (laughs) Nature solved her issue. My I friend, love her too. Are you ready? Yeah, are you ready for the next yeah. girl? Fire it off. All right. My friend hooked up with a guy. She called him Moostick. <laughs> Never heard that term. All right. Ever. J-Man's intrigued. But nothing came of it. Now he's asking me out and I'm into him. Do I need to talk to MD and my friend about each other? Absolutely Wait, not. About, no, about nothing why they came. called him that? No. no, about him dating. Is that even the question? Did no. you listen to the question? They just hooked up, right? She called him. No, no. her friend. So her friend. The, that's besides the point. Her friend just nicknamed this guy Moostick because okay. girls do that. We all make up nicknames for people we're sleeping with. It's a thing. And because his dick animal. is the size of a moose and I mean, has antlers. Oh, no, apparently, I mean, probably not. That's a thing. He probably doesn't. Well, <laughs> I mean, I just think it looks like if it was, it was a serious relationship, she may say something, but if it was a fling or it was not heavy, yeah. right? If they just hooked up, no. But if they're if they were dating, then For like yeah, years absolutely. or something. But yeah. just it's as easy as just pull your friend inside and be like, hey, you know moose dick that you're not fucking anymore. Yeah, but your is, friend is gonna be pissed. Do you know how well, girls work? Uh, well that's the thing is why are they asking a guy well, that? Why asking a guy that? Because if you tell me yeah. no, that's a horrible question. I'll fuck you both on the sly. And I don't yeah, care. Totally. What the guy really wants is make a party. I'm not gonna tell her. The chick should be like Call me Moose Dick. Well, then if she's pissed off, be like, well, why don't we both fuck Moose Dick since he has a Moose Dick and then exactly. call it good. Do you think maybe it was his Moose Dick because it's like soft and foamy like the dessert? <laughs> M-O-U-S-E dick. Yeah. Dinky. Or maybe what comes out of it is moose-like. Oh, it's oh. so thick. 
Can you get me a, a, a JPEG of Dan saying, let's do moose dick? <laughs> yeah, definitely. A JPEG is a picture. I'll, I'll turn but, the yeah. audio into <laughs> sure. still. Sorry. Sure, we can I'll do I'll give it. you the waveform. An MPEG. <laughs> you got another one of these crazy chicks? Yeah, I got That's a girl. I got plenty of crazy though. chicks. Right. The hey. first question Keep was going better. Can, right. I, can you just read that first one again? <laughs> do you want the slower? Do you want the first? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I can put Hillary Duff out so you can stare at her while Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. My boyfriend puts on a serious poker face during sex. How can I get him to loosen up and have some fun? Do all the work. Put his butthole. Yeah, put a finger <laughs> in his butt. He's probably concentrating. Seriously? Okay, that's He's not an actual to... thing. That's an actual thing. It's not an actual He'll thing. Up. No way. You, nah, no. I would suggest no. playing the Lady Gaga song "Poker Face." <laughs> the whole that time. That doesn't make him smile. But just where she says "poker face" over yeah. and over. It kind of oh. seems like all these questions could be answered with, "Just have a conversation about it." Right. You know, an honest yeah, one. No. Just say, hey, Most why, problems why do you see that, though? Why do you seem like you're terrified by my pussy? Think of it just like as a random hookup, right? Not somebody you're in a serious relationship with. Do you actually talk to these people? Absolutely. That's a lie. That's not true. You are so that, lying. No, I'm, I'm not. What do you mean talk to them? Because I don't care if I'm, if I'm just having sex with somebody. I want to I do it the best for me. For you or for... <laughs> For all parties. I want what I want out of it. I'm certainly going to have a conversation we'll about it. just do her doggy style and she can't even see your face, right? That doesn't, that's not my scene. Mm. But that's John's answer to the question. Well, it's a good answer. <laughs> I don't yeah. know about it this does solve segment. The problem. I think <laughs> it's dirty fast. Give us one more. What do you got? Okay, what do you okay. got? I think the conversation. This one's actually a good one because this happens, happened to me a lot. And this not is this person's name. <laughs> this isn't me. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> I'm for friend. It's not even in the mag. Yeah. You're just making up as you it's go. A piece of paper. Why yeah. is your magazine upside down? Don't worry about <laughs> it. And then no. I spunked on my Zelda game, and I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> Don't worry about my Zelda ness. Um, all right. I want my boyfriend to dress up like Link, but he seems receptive. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? That was, that was funny. So embarrassing. <laughs> Um, a guy I went on a few dates with just broke things off by telling me I'm too good for him and deserve someone better. I feel like that's a BS line. What's yeah, he really is. trying to say? He's trying he's, to say I'm not I interested. I think that is a bullshit line. I think totally, yeah. right? Yeah, he's saying you don't fuck well. It's not right. No. I don't care. He's that's, just not into no. it. She's not into it. Yeah. No, you that's know why? Because she she's not fuck good. Absolutely. Do you like how I was like, I'd this happened agree. to me and now you're saying I don't fuck well, basically? <laughs> I don't well, think. That's one option. Yeah, for whatever reason, the guy's just not into it, you know? No, that's trying to be nice. Because guys are selfish. Because if right. you were awesome, a guy would be like, sweet, she's awesome. I'm rolling with it. Yeah, I mean, that's happened to me yeah. a few times, but never over like a serious relationship. Right. It's always just, well, yeah, it depends just a on, nice It depends on how out. long they were dating. If it was a quick one, me. maybe he just realized this shit, this isn't going to work. We don't I have a lot did. of common... We don't, we don't like the same, you know. I think it means somebody wants to hook up with more people. When I break up with them, yeah. I just tell them I die. Like, you know, oh, I've died. There could be some Bye. legitimacy <laughs> there, though. Like, if what if you weren't necessarily looking to have a serious relationship? And it's like, dude, your serious but relationship material, you're too good for what I'm looking for. you need to say that though? prior to you're too good for I feel Sometimes like you do you, that, and you, it does the opposite with girls, There's though. no way that you're too good for me, because no dude would ever break up with a girl because she's That's no what I'm saying. I agree. I agree. No dude. They would ride that good train until the girl Hell got yeah, fed up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's a saying. bullshit yeah. statement. That girl's screwed whoever she is. She doesn't fuck That's what it is. Yeah, just kidding. Wow. Well, that didn't that's take long. Pr- that's <laughs> so maybe she go. took my advice in the previous question to try to put a finger in his butt. 
Surprise. Then she would be too good for him. <laughs> he relaxed and broke up with her. That's, well, that, that's an interesting segment. That could get uh, that could get crazy quick. We were once uh, asked uh, love advice in a magazine called Campus Circle. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Remember I that. Remember yeah, that. What questions did they ask you? It was good. I have it somewhere. Maybe I'll try and bring it. But it was heavily edited because we like were in the van <laughs> yeah. answering questions. I want like, that to happen you tell with this segment. That motherfucker! Like it was out of control. <laughs> I right. want that to happen with yeah. this. So for next month, okay, be ridiculous. I, I think I was. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculously honest. I'm still thinking about that first chick. Me too. Courtney, where are you at? <laughs> Courtney, don't be a stranger. Call your boy J man. <laughs> Okay. She's back in Titty Town or whatever. It, um, <laughs> She's in Titty Town. <laughs> that's why you got kicked out of Titty yeah, Town. That's why you got kicked out of Titty Town. For trying to talk dirty to Courtney. You went too dirty. Not you said the C word instead of the P word. Yeah. She didn't well, appreciate it. Speaking, you want me to talk dirty? I'm going to put this dynamite in your pussy and light it. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to jerk off with your guts. <laughs> too, too far? That guy's getting married. There is no later such thing. Everybody's yeah. listening. Somebody wants to spend the rest He's of their life with the market, you. ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy who just wanted to shove dynamite in your cooch and blow it up. He's no longer single. Well, can we wrap this up so I can get home? I just got some new fucking dynamite. Maybe I won't be getting married. <laughs> Maybe not. Since Hillary- Maybe it'll be a burial. <laughs> Hillary Duff did just get divorced, so I know there's which a is, chance. I've planned. I'm already switching gears. <laughs> Open up your butthole, baby. Daddy's got a Roman candle. <laughs> Open of, up that muff. Daddy's going after Duff. Fourth of <laughs> Fourth of July. <laughs> Everyone's scared of that holiday. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, things obviously just descended into madness there. But we do have a subject today. We do. And it is based off of the documentary that just aired on HBO about a book. The documentary is based on a book. It was called Going Clear. And it was inside the world of Scientology. It was essentially a an insider's yeah, it was like an expose. An expose an of expose. Scientology. All of the like It the, was a tell all. There have been a, a handful of people that have gone rogue from Scientology and been public about it. Most of the people don't because for whatever reason their secrets are too dark to go rogue but there are a few people that said i just don't give a fuck there's been a handful of them like a dozen this documentary as the book did collected them all together and got all of their stories together is what it did basically instead and, of these people having blogs everywhere here and there these people have now come together and they, they gave you a, and it's made an a overview. massive impact because like you said a lot of people have left the church and a lot of people have been whistleblowers for a lot of the strange things but it's been it's kind of been disjointed articles here journalists here websites here when it's but one this, person in a blog yeah. it's it's you take it less seriously because you think is this just some guy that was being burned and being mm. you know and everybody knows there's been some wacky stuff with yeah. that religion I mean, it, it, that's a no-brainer. It's, it's a not religion. Like, there's, there's stuff in every yeah, religion. Exactly. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. And this, like you said, collected it and sort of put it all out on the table. And I thought it was a very good documentary. It lit the on fire. Yeah. And I it, thought it was incredibly well done, personally. And I, I really thought it came at it in... Uh, as unbiased of a way as it could. It was there to just say, this is really how this shit is. There were some, the people being interviewed clearly had hatred. Yeah. Yeah. But the, it was presented in a way that was like, just tell me about this part of yeah, the church. But and everything then these, that they said is true. You understand the hatred. Oh, fuck so, yeah. I mean, the, the super quick breakdown on Scientology for those who haven't seen the documentary and please stop me at any point. Cause I know you well read on this guy gentlemen, science fiction author named L Ron Hubbard 
um, incredibly prolific writer, wrote a but lot of But marginally successful. Marginally successful. Yeah, like yeah pulp, bare, pulp science fiction. Yeah. yeah, pulp science fiction, magazine science fiction, whole nine yards. Um, he writes a book in the 50s, I believe, um, called Dianetics, which is essentially... A, trying to break into psychology. Yeah, yeah. A, a, it was a, a psychology. It was pseudo-psychology. It was, yes. it was that, that pop in like, you know, when, when all of a sudden this like the new psychology was coming out it, and it like where psychiatry was kind of going away and psychology was coming in mm. this guy just said oh fuck it i'm gonna try to get my hand in this just pop psychology and just and just throw wrote, something out essentially wrote a self-help book and it became a massive phenomenon it was a very big fad people really flocked to this book little time goes by and for multiple reasons, whether it's he starts to go a little mad, he whether he starts to believe his own hype, or he's looking to get away from paying taxes on all the success of the book, he takes this philosophy of Dianetics and turns it basically into a religion. And it becomes a, a huge, huge bestseller. The book. At yeah. The book. And the people that reading it are not just like they're, they're fans to the end. They're the ultimate die, like it, culty. They kind of the cult kind of creates itself. Didn't mm-hmm. didn't he turn it into a religion after the book stopped selling as well? Yes, well, yeah, well after. Yeah, yeah. Well years after. after. But he had spent a lot of time sort of taking the philosophy of the book okay. and turning it into he was just a, a way of life, not so yeah. much a religion. But he had has been he was giving speaking at seminars, doing this sort of thing. Essentially, was t- told multiple people, at least according to this documentary, that hey, the best way you can make a buck and not get taxed is if to turn this into a religion. No, right. One yeah. of his direct quotes, and I'm probably going to mangle this a little bit, but it's is basically you don't get rich writing science fiction, you get rich running a religion or being a religion. Creating. Yeah. And it has a groundswell and becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it probably peaks in the 1980s, but it becomes very attached to a lot of celebrities. That's where it gains a lot of steam. Not a lot, but a few. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a couple of big ones that are like, that are very, very, very outspoken about it. And, And outspoken because the religion sort of says, okay, you are people that people trust. They're not... They're not like a you know a Charles Bronson kind of celebrity. They're not a polarizing one. They're safe celebrities. They're and, celebrities that and everybody. John likes. Travolta and Tom Cruise are the two basic. And Travolta examples. for years before. Yeah. Cruise essentially replaces Travolta in a lot of ways. In, a, in every way. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were together for a bit, but you but know, this this religion actively courted a lot of Hollywood people. They had one of their main branches in Hollywood. They understood they had a the celebrity power center of celebrity. that was just for the the affluent. But this guy, L. Ron Hubbard, back to him, who started this, he basically loses his fucking mind. And it's based in Florida and Los Angeles. Yeah, That's and, essentially... And he spends the latter years of his life basically cruising around the Mediterranean, calling himself the Commodore, it's and having... Kind of on the lam a little bit. Yeah, on the lam a little bit, but basically having all these young Scientologists do his bidding on a boat. And yeah. he sits around and has bad teeth and smokes cigarettes and drinks and throws people overboard. And it's insane. Paul but Thomas Anderson made a movie called The Master that is essentially it's this basically story, about this yeah. time of the story. But it everybody has a different name, obviously. But it's it's the exact yeah. same thing. But again, we're probably rehashing a lot for people. But one of the things that it became very known for was its aggressive tactics towards people that attacked it. When people started questioning its tax exempt status, from journalists to the government, and they didn't show they they went played it pretty safe on the documentary because there was one interview where the guy that was the now he was like the head of the like the propaganda guy, and now he's out and he's talking shit against it. Then when they show that interview when that journalist in England comes to confront him about it. He's the English guy. Where that interview goes from there is that the the Scientologist guy 
immediately saying, well, what about when you, when you had sex with those children and just out of nowhere calls this guy a pedophile and then rides this down. And this guy's it, none of this, he just makes up a lie and comes at him so hard that by the end of the interview, the guy who's there trying to out, this guy is now defending the fact that he's not a pedophile when it, it, that literally was just made up out of nowhere. Right. It's bizarre. This is the kind of shit they, and they, they left that documentary to bum out because they have that on footage. You can watch that online. It's insanity. And, And it's, it's, it's obviously, this documentary brings it all out into the light and it was of, like a, a gang kind yeah. of one of the crazy things about it though is the fact that in this religion there is a basically a payment plan as to the education that you receive and the basis of the religion yes and at a certain very high level as hard as this is to believe that it's you pay you're paying for all this you're not just and going you get, to you get little bits at a time so you're not just like, like we're chip. in this it's not like like christianity or judaism or islam or most religions yeah, you where, don't know the whole where thing you just are given the, the book, book and you say here's the book yeah. read yeah. this if this is for you come it's like follow like multi-level us. marketing kind of yeah <laughs> yeah totally. that's exactly it yeah <laughs> so yes yes and once you get to the high levels keep in mind the gentleman who created this is a science fiction writer you receive the creation version so level, of level Five or something? Seven, I think. Five or seven. The, the, like the creation version of the universe. So suddenly this self-help thing that sort of, you know, you're dealing with yourself and self-awareness and positivity and, and exercising all the negative things and exorcising. And uh, they don't give this to you like, here, go home and read this. Yeah. They lock you in a room. Yes. And they hand you a manuscript that is supposedly one of a kind that you can read and then you have to put back in this locked case and give back to them. So you don't get to keep this. You just get to read this. So they were able to in keep their building, keep this under wraps pretty yeah. hardcore. And the story is basically not a good science fiction story, but an incredibly bad, completely insane story of how the universe was created. The, and it, it really doesn't even make sense in its own universe. It was like a, it's a, it's a, like some other manuscripts. But even less sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's like a bad science fiction. Yeah. By all accounts, a guy wrote a couple good science fiction books, and his Scientology creation story is not one of them. Yeah. But if you believe this faith all the way, faith is a loose word, but if you believe this all the way, you do believe that that is how the world was created. And what people say is that essentially this reads like a first draft of a really large story. Like this guy just basically jotted down a bunch of fucking ideas and like a hundred pages and you get this weird disjointed, like, and you learn about the alien creatures that attach onto people's bodies that you have to get rid of via your e-meter machines. And it sounds like, Flat out insanity. But it also is is Star Wars a little bit. I mean, it's like the Thetans are essentially like the Metachlorians. And the more Thetans you have, the more you know powerful it's it's fucking insane and that's only and i yeah. love star wars <laughs> i love it i changed my middle it's, name it's to very star wars much character. like if george lucas said yeah. star wars is real and everything that you see once occurred and give me money and i'll explain it to you and i'll explain it to you yeah and and then the fact that all these people become like we originally touched on that's the insane part of it but there's there's uh, rumors and accusations of kidnapping, of abuse, physical abuse, abuse, mental abuse, a place called the hole where people that are participating in this religion at the highest level are sent to be 
basically brainwashed brainwashed i mean we're talking about brainwashing that's basically yeah. what scientology is is known but for. sort of also and violent attacks on anybody who goes against them and sort of forced brainwashing because a huge part of this how you first get into it is you go have these sessions where you essentially are hooked up to a machine and they say tell me something troubling so you you essentially it's it almost turns into this therapy session where you basically yeah. start dishing all of your deepest darkest shit and they're documenting and, all of and, this and what they're doing and at the, the same time is, is almost like a lie detector test when they sense that you're getting tense about something and so yeah, yeah. and so they, they 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 cleverly extract these dark secrets from you and then they hold on to them so if you try to step against them or leave they go well you can do that but like and they they essentially in this say that basically john travolta they had ba- concrete proof of him admitting being a homosexual they're they, very and, loose how they say it but they yo, allude but, to but it. i mean yeah. they say it deeper in the documentary than they do in the book where they basically go things like in the like tabloid rumors that were true and the tabloid is john Travolta gay shocker they yeah. said it without being able to be sued yeah. they straight up said because i guarantee you the so guys then, at the top that sold out said ex- they know exactly what those yeah. guys are being held under so basically then I mean, that's crazy what they do is they blackmail their own members potentially even their highest members it's just a mess it's a cult they don't pay taxes it's bizarre. They do all this brainwashing, yet they tried to they sued successfully the government to keep their tax exempt status. And had they lost that, they would have been out of they would have been a business out of business. Mm-hmm. Instead, they became super powerful. A Tons very a, a multi billion dollar quote unquote religion. So when the whack job, who's now almost looked at as like a prophet, L. Ron Hubbard, who created a religion based off his finest fiction work. He and not even his finest fiction work. He, yeah, he a draft, you know. Yeah. He um a new guy comes into the picture and essentially has run the church ever since he's passed on and he died in I believe in the mid 80s. And he jockeyed for basically like Hubbard died suddenly and this guy just slipped in and took the reign. Like his name someone was David Miscavige. Yeah. And he comes off as creepy as you could come off the outside creepiest. of being Robert Durst. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's, he's like Durst without the gray hair and the twitch. It is so bizarre. Every how their meetings and their their groups are almost it looks like the Oscars and people are cheering. And when yeah. Tom Cruise got up and did like almost like a half Heil Hitler to L. Ron Hubbard, I was like, yo, this shit's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was weird. Yeah. yeah. And it's, this guy's just super creepy. So this documentary comes out and it's exposed a lot of things that have been out there. And and yeah. what, what I and read cause when the book, because a lot of people have been trying to do this for a while and they had been ve- suppressed and very mm. well suppressed. And that book was the first thing to come out that was like. It that book did the same thing. It blew people's minds because it was it all just together. all of a sudden we're like, yeah. "Holy shit!" All these rumors we've been hearing. This is it. This is the proof. Yeah. And the the now this documentary did the same thing. It brought to even wider mass because now it's HBO. Scientology is so litigious and they 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 attack so hard. I heard that the number of lawyers that weren't on HBO's side who reviewed this went over it, made edits, covered every basis. I heard over 70 lawyers I read the same were thing. involved yeah, in I don't doubt it that at all. to some degree. And there yeah. were tons of stuff that they couldn't use because they're like, we could get sued for that. We can't get sued for this. If you say it like this, we can. And we can't just out of control because everybody knows Scientology absolutely attacks people. Yeah. And they, they have, they, drop money on lawyers like yeah that scares people scares a lot of people that are in it and it's almost like a get rich scheme for the people at the top of this organization you know entirely they live in mansions or multimillionaires they have boats and yet 
they still have the tax exempt status. Oh, and a lot of people are saying familiar. that the government is now from this, the pressure that they are now receiving because the average guy that knew bits and pieces about Scientology like myself, but maybe didn't know the whole picture is like, yo, this is fucked up. So there's a real good chance that from that documentary, much like the Robert Durst Jinx thing, that the government may reopen and investigate their text exempt status, they're which not, would destroy them. But if they're it not happened. gonna. They're not gonna be able to do it. Yeah, no, I guarantee you, they sense. won't be able to. Why reveal do you think that? that? Because they were religion, and the government is not in the business business of deciding what is a religion and what isn't. But they have to do a certain extent. No, 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 they can't because that's the whole that's the whole First Amendment, right? So if they're determining what's a religion and what isn't. They can say, you're not a religion, we're taxing the fuck out of you, and then bye-bye Catholicism, or bye-bye... But why can't Best Buy say, we're a religion? Because they're clearly a business. <laughs> there are definitions for a religion. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you, John, because if you're open talking about it on the I air, Absolutely. I know it's a bit of a sensitive subject, but... No, not at all. You grew up a Scientologist. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> John has many Thetans. John grew up a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I did. And he is no longer a Jehovah's Witness. Correct. To say Jehovah's Witness is Scientology is very, very unfair, I think. Yeah, no, totally. No, I, but yeah. there are, I mean... But there are some connecting elements. I. That's what I told my... You're the only one here with any kind of religion is essentially what we're saying. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> they were raised with, with actual religion. Like, I know you were raised loosely I Catholic. I was. But... N- Right, it's not like this shit. Like you, you, you don't go to church, and your parents are still allowed to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because Jeho- Jehovah's Witnesses were <laughs> yes, the, the religion was born out of what was very popular in the late 1800s, early 1900s, which was doomsday religions. There were a ton of them popped up. You know, everybody's Turn of talking. Turn century yeah. happens. Totally. And I was telling my brother after watching Going Clear, like, you know, I kind of thought Jehovah's Witnesses were a little out there, but after watching that documentary, it's totally way, way above and beyond the craziness of Jehovah's Witnesses. Did that documentary blow your mind? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. To the degree of, like, the doctrine is just so silly and ridiculous. But I'm of the mind, too, where it's like every religion's doctrine is science fiction. None of, no no religion's basis or doctrine is based on fact, and that's where faith comes in. You know what I mean? But, uh, There's not even archaeological evidence that Jesus what, ever The existed. thing that is weird to me about Scientology is that most of the ancient religions are essentially just moral compasses in a day where you passed on morality through these tales, just like you did with Greek and Roman myths, you did with the Bible, you did with the New Testament, you did with the Koran, all this shit. There, with the Scientology, there's no moral compass. Essentially, it's just... Give us money, we'll give you therapy. Give us money, we'll give you therapy. Therapy is the ultimate evil to them, even though what they're doing is therapy. Yeah, well, that's why it's evil, because it... If you could go to a therapist and pay them for the exact same thing, and one, they don't keep a record, and two, it's a lot cheaper, why would you be a Scientologist? But isn't that what religion is? Oh, sure. It's therapy. It, it's it's That's a drug. All it is. I mean, it's no. It's just a. It's, it's, it's to com- make you feel it's better. It's comfort. It's comfort. Yeah. Well, but that's you, what I'm saying. Is this? You it, hit the nail on the head. It's faith. Opium yeah. right. and, it, and it's a moral compass. It's it's to tell you what is right and what is wrong. And what Scientology doesn't ever do is there's no morality to it. It's not like you know. Say what you want about Christianity or Judaism or or Islam or any the any of the major religions. What they do try to instill in you is a sense of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Scientology doesn't do that for you at all. One, but, it's, but it, it doesn't, doesn't. Isn't that what kind of makes but, it not a religion? Because you just—I agree yeah, with you that the majority of the religions scheme. there's a there's a right or wrong ethics to yeah, it. It's a moral absolutely. compass. Yes, but 
they don't have that. It served what, a purpose once. And it's this a huge psychiatrist. Never yeah. And, but they don't pay taxes like a psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah, but what they mentioned in the documentary is that they had brought a bunch of lawsuits against the federal government and sort of slipped the line and like, hey, by the way, if you give us our tax exempt status, we'll drop all these. these lawsuits will go away. Like all four hundred of them will be gone. It. And the government yeah. allegedly the, the government over twenty five hundred. Allegedly the government coalesced and they got their tax exempt status. Did anybody follow up with the government on that? That it was a straight trade. That was my question. <laughs> we yeah we don't really know it. Yeah, the, but. It's it's the same thing where when the, does the, the government, government say, the, the people that supposedly were involved in the government side are not talking, of course. Because yeah. when does that, the government ever say, you know what? Well, we're just going to let that slide. Ah, we fucked up constantly. When they but get when paid. do they say when do they say it on record? Fucking never. Right. It's money. What? Yeah. And what? It's also such a high profile thing. You'd think yeah. like it is they, now, but well, these these were decisions that were made decades oh, ago. And a lot of this yeah, weird science fiction creation oriented stuff that Kai talked about, where they come with the briefcase and they don't let you take it. What I read, I, I Wikipedia a ton of shit. Like after <laughs> I watched it, and they said that they started to leak in the late. 80s when a couple court cases forced some of the information to be revealed like they couldn't escape it and it was released that and the stores were floating around but then when the internet hit forget about it because at that point it was so much easier yeah. to spread. People were like sneaking photocopies. South Park did a great episode. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. an amazing episode yeah, yeah. about it. In a lot of ways, people that are freaking out about this documentary, if they just would have saw the South Park episode, but people didn't take the South Park episode all that seriously. Even though it literally says on the screen, actual yeah, they actually belief. believe this. Yeah. John, did you see, in terms of... <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. Brain, different, different religion, but yes. Very, very funny episode. Was there anything similar? Because Jehovah's Witnesses, correct me if I'm wrong, are somewhat known for when you leave the church, you get a cold shoulder from the members. Right. And Scientology, that's their M. As are Quakers, as are Mennonites. It's a lot. And a lot of religions do. Hardcore uh, Catholics are the same way. Yeah. And Christians. It's just some religions take it to the literal word. But Jehovah's Witnesses are known for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's fear mongering. Did but that's you all see some of that similarity? Oh yeah. I mean, I've you experience that yourself. Yeah, I experience that all the time. But when those with, guys were talking about being blacklisted from their family, did that hit home at all to you? Oh yeah, because I'm pretty much the same way with my parents. I mean, they've come around over the years, but it's still there's still like that tension of you know just what they call like disfellowshipping or disassociation where people aren't supposed to associate with you because you now don't follow their same morals that they stand for. Family though? Yeah. That's so sad. That is sad. Yeah. Yeah. That when that lady was telling that story about smelling her daughter's yeah. hair to remember what it was like, I, my heart really went out. Yeah. To Terrible. But that's how they try to keep you in. What What is more precious to you than your family to take from you to just convince you to, you know what, it's easier collection. for me to... Yeah. The, ar the argument is... You don't have to argue with me, Jim. I can name you a list of shit that's more precious to me. The, the, the idea of Dodsy sniffing his records. I was crying in your documentary. Like I was just trying to remember what my, my Van Morrison who dance smelt lacks. I love you, armed forces. <laughs> well, their argument is that God should be more important than your family. So if you're yeah. doing something that's that goes against, well, that's the thought. No, you know totally, what I mean? Yeah. That's the rationalization. Absolutely. Whether it be Lord Zenu or Jesus or Jehovah or whoever, that's who your ultimate loyalty should be Jehovah, to. Jehovah, Jehovah. <laughs> it's almost I'm as hard waiting as for to South Park. Well, man. I wish South Park would do a straight up Jehovah's Witness episode. They've that gone would, so close to right, the other ones. Right, they've tiptoed, but... Um, so in terms of a documentary, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I really thought it was well done. Mm -hmm. I mean... Where, where where did you guys stand? Like I thought it was one of the oh, best documentaries I've seen. In uh, me too. And after the Jinx, 
nothing really works. And again, when you're <laughs> yeah. when you're interviewing people who are all have a chip on their shoulder and all are are these are all former these people that were burned by this religion and you're you're still able to present it in somewhat of a fair light. I think that's a that's a, a credit to the filmmakers alone because they don't seem like they're trying to shit on the religion. It seems like they're just trying yeah, they, to present what kind of they how, are. I, I just like, feel I like mean, they're but, it's inevitable. I like how they just, gave good history though. Yeah, but they, yeah, they brought did it, they did a good job. They're with just trying history. to present it. But and then you're not you, of course you're gonna hate it. Do you remember I mean Jesus Camp, everybody saw that, right? Oh yeah. Okay. I thought that was amazing because they like it went was. in I mean That was yeah, it was a really good document. And I and I understand why they couldn't do this with Scientology. I get it, but like I feel like it made so much more of an impact with Jesus Camp when they were like going into the church and like seeing how shit functioned. You know what I mean? And but you they, were like, Holy shit, these people are fucking crazy but they would let them in with this that, though yeah. but I mean I feel like I mean, there they could got, have been like some undercoveriness like they got those, the footage join, of those like, like, I think some I mean, of the footage they got yeah. was pretty undercover that shit I mean, that's never been I've never I know, seen but I just, that I, wanna, I wish that they like talked to people that were still in it and I would like yeah, to hear what they talk. said they wouldn't have talked I'm just saying that's what I wanted I from it, it. I understand why it didn't happen but to that church though because I think if you had a friend who said you know I've kind of been looking into this yeah right now I just imagine Miscavige being three feet tall and just like <laughs> just running around like an angry little rodent I mean, somewhere yeah. I mean um, just imagine I mean who knows if he saw it or not I mean I'm sure they did because they've already put statements you out no, oh, you yeah. know they've watched I mean, shit it, even if you didn't agree with the word of it you do have to understand how devastating that is to your essentially business. I mean, they said that the numbers they think are down to 50,000 people, yeah. wow. which is nothing. I mean, people left it hardcore. A yeah. lot of people flocked to it in the 80s and well, as the shit and, came out, and, they got further away. And yeah, sh- more shit and just, it started getting, cr- well, and like, there were people that were just kind of starting out trying to figure it out and thought of this is like, because it almost pitches itself at first, like kind of part, kind of nouveau hippie psychology and part like a Freemasons. Like this is just a come place to, to meet people and socialize and it's good networking. But yeah. I mean, and also people run out of money. Right? Totally. Yeah. Like yeah, at a certain was, point you can't afford to be there like anymore. $200,000 to get to the top level, but something that, like that. Yeah. And the weird shit about the people, even high level people that have dedicated their life to it being sent to the hole yeah. to, to be like rehabilitated. Reeducated. Yeah, lots of re-education going on. It's goddamn insanity, dude. I mean, it's it was something else. It was it was it was really intense, you know. And I think it was pretty brave of a lot of those people involved with that, even the filmmakers, to come out because for a long time it was almost dangerous to speak out. But now yeah. I think it's too heavy. I think what might be more shocking to people is how many parallels there are to other religions. To be honest, and all the things you find shocking might add a different name, but Mormons have to tithe 10% of their income. Yeah. And this is and when they up. run out of money. I've That's heard true. a story firsthand from someone that used to be a Mormon where they came and took her refrigerator from her house to sell it because she didn't have money yeah, when, to pay her um, tithe. I was my, actually involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mover. You do have two fridges, Jay, man. You're my, the repo man. Going fridge, the Chris J story. <laughs> Elder repo man. Going. Hi, I'm Elder repo man. I'm here to take your fridge. My stepmom's family is Mormon, and when my step-grandfather died, I guess, uh, my step-grandmother was like, okay, well, I need to take all of this insurance money now and give it to the Mormon church. And my dad and my stepmom were like, no, like, you're fucking broke. Like, you cannot do that. You need that money to live. Like, it's the same shit where they won't let you in. I was a little kid, and I, my, when I was very young, I mean, under 10 years old, my next one of my down the street neighbors, I was really good friends with his family. They're Mormon, and they 
I went to church with them one day just because I didn't know what the fuck that was. I was like seven. <laughs> and I got to go to the Sunday school and hear all that bullshit. And then when it came time to go into the temple where the service was, nope. they made me as a child, the whole religion made me sit outside of this while they closed the doors and did their service. And I sat there for an hour alone. While these Wait, what, what religion was this? Mormon. That Mormonism, seems so yeah. strange since... You'd think that you're a child, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm into this. Come join." You know what but I mean? You and have then to you'd prove like, yourself. They don't you have, you can't, so you have to be Mormon to go into the temple. Oh. Like you have to. In my mind, they were just all doing crazy I'm not shit. They're the, the, the all <laughs> snorting meth and licking each other's buttholes. And that, yeah. that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's how in. I wrote it. That was what my mind did. Huh. I think just personally, I. I probably have a little more faith than everyone in this room collected, all things considered. I grew, Easily. I, I grew up Catholic, and I, I have a lot of conflicting issues about it, which I certainly don't going to discuss now. But I We think, see you tense up every time we crap I'm, I'm on I'm more on the fence a little bit than you guys, but w- for whatever reason, the one thing that has always disturbed me about religion, and in particular, like the Catholic Church, is when I went to the Vatican a couple years ago, the riches that exist <laughs> there from art, to gold, it's it, it's it's mind-boggling. That's the stuff you see, but it's it's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. It's also stuff that has been conquered from for thousands, like yeah. And, and the thing is, years. like if you believe in Jesus or the teachings of Jesus, the most Christ-like thing you could do if you were the Pope is say, "Guess what? I'm fucking putting my money where my mouth is, and I'm doing what he did in this book that I tell you to read and live by." Yeah, and we're selling everything. It's all going, and you could feed and clothe and help so many sick, homeless, devastated, poor people, which is essentially what he did, if you believe in his existence. And they have it there to do. And, they and it's never I, been done. Yeah. And yeah. I can't imagine that I'm the first asshole that's come up with the idea of selling all the no. gold at the Vatican to feed a bunch of people that are dying of leprosy in Africa. But you don't even, it doesn't have to be all the gold. It's easy. You sell a handful of paintings. Or, yeah. Everything. They I mean, could they could do so many things they have that would essentially artifacts essentially be what he told you to do. They have and they don't. And they, I find a lot of trouble with that. You know? I'm with you. I mean, they they've 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 shit Jay Z can't afford. They have they've fucking like swords. It's it. just it's ridiculous. Some of the shit. It's crazy, have. man. The rings yeah. that the guy wears. I mean, it's fucking Schindler's List at the end when fucking Liam Nielsen's losing his shit. Like this ring could have saved a life. Like, dude, you're there. You could save all these people, and that's what you're supposed to do, and you don't. Well, here's well, the million I, dollar I don't question then. It. But they probably didn't then watch why that are movie. you conflicted? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why are you conflicted, J-Man? That is a good question. The writing's on the wall. The painting. <laughs> the painting's on the wall, dog. I mean, because not only do they have assets, but they also have constant flow of money coming in constantly. Yeah, but but that's. I, I'm saying I'm talking about the hierarchy of the church and what they do with their fundage. So I'm not I'm, talking so about I. the overall message of. But isn't that like? Shouldn't isn't they, that the same thing? Yeah, shouldn't they? Be a good example of like, well, like hey. I'm American, but I don't like my government. Uh, right? But that's part I of mean, being American. Yeah. What? Not like my government? Yeah. I need my guns. It's your privilege. History of America. Yeah. You live in one of the few places in the world that you can say that on a we microphone. Came, we came exactly. from, yeah, right? You really do. And Lucky even, you. You're not in fucking Jimmy, Afghanistan Jimmy Carter, right now. who I don't really always agree with. Is I actually like Carter. Oh, well, I like parts of him. I, he's way too rude for me. Bet you do. He's like the underdog team that you know. You just. Uh, but he, I wish he even Carter. said he's super religious, and he even said if you you can't call yourselves a Christian nation if you don't want to give if you don't care about the poor because then you aren't a Christian nation, mm. and everybody fucking freaked the fuck out, yes. especially all the Christians that Religi- hate the poor. Exactly, <laughs> they're so fucking hypocritical. So hypocritical. Religion I mean, it's, it's an incredibly hypocritical. Even if you believe all the way, there's things you have to admit, like on paper. 
he says do this and you don't do we that. Don't do, we don't want to. But, no, then, don't even, do that. but then even any, regardless of the book, there's a point where so-and-so says this, but then down the road, so-and-so says something that completely, so so you're like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Am I yeah. supposed to believe the first you or the, the young you or the old grizzled you? Some of that Old know. Testament shit is like, you know, sweeps. You just insulted my religion. Therefore, I have to go outside and take your eye. And it's like, <laughs> totally cool. Book one. And then book two, it's like, man, put that dude's eye back in. Yeah, Which reminds me. <laughs> you told me we're going out to get stoned and I totally misinterpreted that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant something else entirely. And you know what? That kind of brings me to my, my whole feeling on this documentary in general is that, yeah, there's crazy shit going on in Scientology, and that's absolutely certain. They abuse their members. They fucking pay nobody anything for Sea Org. They make like 40 cents a day. Like, it's crazy bullshit. But at the same time, when you have somebody that's a devout Catholic believing that when they take the communion, it turns into the literal body of Jesus, is that really that much more crazy than what they're talking about in the Scientology? No, no like, it's just more accepted because it's what older. About, but just, that's it's bullshit. Not, nobody thinks it's a literal body <laughs> no, no, okay. of okay. Jesus. No, 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 they do. No, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Devout okay. Catholics think it becomes the literal body of Jesus and the wine becomes the blood. It's yes. they're fucking cannibals no, at it's this a, point. No, it's a representation. Of okay, that. say even that's that. True. I was that's always that's a moderate. So Catholic. say that, that that is, then, well, let's end this debate by just saying that those people also believed that a family built a boat big enough to house two of every animal yeah. to outlast a flood <laughs> and that all those animals lived and that those animals then, those animals then repopulated the earth. Well, and I the, have an unsolved mysteries episode I'd like to turn you on to. The same that's earth that's 6,000 years old. Noah's Ark is actually on Mount Arafat. Oh, no, God. it's not. I got an Unsolved Mysteries documentary with, I'd like I, to show you. Yeah, that but that Unsolved, unsolved Mysteries was filmed 20 years ago, and now science right. tells you that that's not actually that's not, not true. true. No, yeah, because the Iraqis won't let them go and explore it, right? Uh -huh. No, but they've... they've oh, no, I've seen that. There was a dude that saw that shit. No, there wasn't. Saw, but no, now they... There's now, a dude that said he saw that. But the physical dimensions of the Ark are in the Bible, and you can never fit all of the animals that they say Presuming were you know what a cubit is. Right. They also, the Bible also teaches you that the very first rainbow was a gift from God after the flood to promise that he will never flood the earth again. So that leads you to believe that did the whole scientific theory of water being bent by light only happen after the flood? Did that science never exist before the flood? Well, you know, God creates everything. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, no. And he buried, he buried dinosaur bones to test your faith. I mean, don't you know anything? Right, Jack, yeah. Come on. Oh God! Also, so one religion. Religion. small rant. Forgive them, Lord. They know not what they say. Yeah, and then uh, they, oh, I, I know just, exactly I just, what I, just I say. To, to I, just want, I want this on record, Jesus. In case you're a listener of Fresh Cast, <laughs> <laughs> it's Pius J Man in the corner it's defending fresh, your honor. It's fresh uh, talk, J Man. Yeah, it's fresh talk. I'm uh, trying to fucking confuse the Lord, dude. So he looks for the wrong thing on so, iTunes. He, his own books confused the Lord. I'm yeah, protecting you. What, do you have one more thing, Dan? Well, I was just going to say about the harm that it's causing their their members and their congregants. I mean, it's not like the Catholic Church and the Christianity and Judaism haven't protected, you know, pedophiles and people, you know, moils have given children <laughs> herpes by, you know, licking the circumcision after it's done, licking the blood off and killed people. Like, I don't even know what the fuck are you talking about. Yeah, what Jesus is happening? Christ. You need to write to Cosmo, man. You've got some fucking issues, man. <laughs> Licking my balls! He's got nothing He's talking to do with about dick-licking rabbis. <laughs> my favorite website. That's exactly right. Dot <laughs> <laughs> org. Yeah. Well, now you have to buy it. Yeah, yeah. sure. That's, that's, that's actually how. <laughs> so uncomfortable. It's <to> amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
Is that like a sexual term? A rabby beach? <laughs> a rabby? I don't know. We should write into Cosmo a and ask them. A rabby? Uh, dear Cosmo, um, <laughs> I'm interested in giving my boyfriend a rabby beach, but that's <laughs> some dark saying, shit. There's actual harm done by religion, like a lot well, of. It. Well, I mean, the history. I mean, you could say that about like any any organization any at all ever. That's exactly but, what but, I'm saying. But look at terrorism. These are yeah. re- it's re- in the name of religion. I mean, or, people aren't blowing up planes. I'm not even, I'm not even touching that one. Oh yeah, like it's so. That's so much more extreme than even the examples I'm bringing up. Yeah, on Catholicism but it's, and Judaism. It's horrible that you would think that God would want you to crash a plane or 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 murder people. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 no, that's not God. No, There's it's the same thing. Different timelines. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. The Christians have done all of the same exact shit just Agreed. centuries ago. And Obama mm-hmm. got a lot of shit when he brought that up. But the thing and is, I back him on it. And in my opinion, if that's you, just history. If your brain can think there's a God, then what's the next, like, it's not that far of a step to think something else crazy. I mean, that's just, cra- it's crazy to begin with. Well, it's crazy. It's all crazy. And well, why- I thought Rocky Balboa was a real person until I was 11. <laughs> of course that's actually it. true. But yeah, if, but if you're you, also, up- you also raised Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> you, also, you also thought there was God in Santa Claus. Well, Rocky. And, and if Rocky? God created all things, did he create rape and child abuse? And Rocky. And murder. And Rocky. Well, here we go. <laughs> We can get deep, J-Man. <laughs> this is not the time that's, or the place for that. Talk. You, you, just, hey, you just sang the first uh, verse of, these are a few of my favorite things. Perversion. Right. <laughs> Perversion. Perversion. These are a few of God's favorite things. Nasty rap BJ's from <laughs> Oh, man. That's a very oh, serious conversation today on Fresh Talk. Dark. More reasons you got kicked out of Titty Town, though. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no God in Titty Town. <laughs> That's my verse. Oh, I see the wheels turning. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. That's a hook, though, man. I'm going to write a song called Ain't No God in Titty Town. So come come back next week to hear the full rendition. It's about my life in Titty Town. My life in Titty Town and my search for religion therein. The more... Ain't no God in Titty Town. Going back to Scientology. Not white, nor black, nor purple, nor brown. You just... You just... Fuck. You just praise jugs and give them crowns. But I bet you cannot leave with a frown. <laughs> Lord Zeno has some double D's. <laughs> I love Scientology. Ah, fun conversation today. Very intense. It was a bit deeper than usual. Yeah, it certainly was. Kind of nice. We got to bring it back to the gutter next week. Bring I it mean, back. We, 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 we've been swimming so, in that gutter. That conversation was so deep. We we dug a new gutter. Dude, it'd be <laughs> fucked up if like like we like got a cease and desist from like the Church of Scientology. That like because be, yeah. they're supposed to like amazing. on media so hard. I don't think they can catch up now though. You know. I'm I, gonna call them tomorrow. And I just jerk let them off know. onto it. Send it back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> Measure those thetans. <laughs> <laughs> here's how we do, here's how we do a cease and desist in Titty Town. <laughs> the law offices of Kai Dotson Esquire, Titty Town, USA. Uh, well, guys, thanks as always for listening. Hope you, uh, you enjoyed today's conversation or had something to. You were spark. Dazi lost it, dude. We broke him. We broke him. He's fucking. Thetans are pouring out his fucking butthole off in this bitch. <laughs> Gonna put you on the D meter, dude. The Dazi meter. The D meter. I tried to find one of those meters online because I was like, I gotta D-meter. buy one. Why did you take the stress test at the county fair? Have the you county taken fair a lie detector? 
Yeah, a lie, an actual lie detector, but not yeah. the county fair has a Scientology booth every year, and it just says free, one it says free stress tests. And Owen's kid was like ten oh, years old. No. This is a true story. Up. I saved him from a life of Scientology. Owen's kid says, "I want to take the stress test," and like he came, he started like heading to the tent, and, no. and like got halfway, I was like, "No, you don't." I was like, "You're cool." Good I was like, you. "Let's go play whack a mole." Same thing. He's like, <laughs> "Okay," you know. They give those out at the Santa Monica Pier every single Friday and Saturday. I'm gonna go take one. Should write a blog. Isn't it? Didn't Only they say that it's like a stripped down um, lie, lie detector, detector test? It just right? me- it just measures only one facet. All right, hmm. one one parameter. <laughs> Well, folks, as always, thank you very much for listening. Please hit us up on all our different social t- networks. Tell us what subjects you'd like to hear. Yes. Any questions, thoughts? We want to hear from you. And Are thank you, you offended? As always, for listening. <laughs> Please share. Dan, as always, where can people find us? Uh, you can find all of our stuff at freshtalkpodcast.com. We have our links to Facebook, to our Twitter, to our Instagram, and you can subscribe to our podcast there. It's beautifully designed. For your podcatcher of choice. It, it is, is beautifully it designed. Really, it does look really um, good. Jacqueline here was our graphic designer on Designs this. Designs by Jay Quellen. That's Jay what's Quellen. up. Titty Town Designs. Yeah, yeah. great stuff. <laughs> I live Titty there, Town by Design. the way. We got a couple people hit us up on Facebook uh, asking, like, where did the podcast go? Because they were only getting the link on the Freshman Podcast. So I will start updating when we have those and sending them to the Fresh Talk site to try and get some of those yeah, non-believers Unbelievable. You can tell people a thousand things, but they'll still just... That's where that's I got where I it. click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. That's that's where you can find us. Mm-hmm. And uh, apologies to all of our Meerkat you know, friends that have just joined us for the first time. <laughs> Depending on when... when If you're on Meerkat Roulette and you just us? popped on in yeah, here. There are people. Hopefully really? you got in for Titty yeah. Town. Wow. Well, welcome to all you Meerkats. Yay, I don't even know what the town. fuck that is, but we're on some cool ass <laughs> shit. Welcome to Titty Town. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, and we are <laughs> off Manor. to... Speaking of popping out of We holes. are off to a bachelor party this weekend, Fucking last right. but not least. So the next episode, we should have some fun stories from the land of Phoenix. We're heading to Phoenix. Or we're not. to Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. you know, Maybe we just are that addicted to meth. Nothing yeah. to report. You know what I'm going to play as I Great pull into town? Game. Public enemies by the time I get to Arizona. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That's a good, good song. Hell yeah. yeah. Love it. Awesome, guys. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Chris. Kai. I'm Dan. I'm John. I'm Jacqueline. Hey, real quick. If people want to read your blog that you're doing on Cosmo, yeah. where can they find yeah. it? Agentjacqueline.com. Agentjacqueline.com. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check that out. That's awesome. I'm going to start reading that. It's pretty hilarious. Where can they find you like anywhere else? Agent Jacqueline. Oh, a- everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go. I have an awesome uh, blog, which probably got one of the, like, the most hits about dating musicians. Really? Nice. Yeah. Huh, it's great. I'd like to read that post. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Was it just don't do it? See you next week. Basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. Basically. <laughs> awesome. Well, would you like to send us out this week? Hey, uh, cue the bossa nova.